to another episode of the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. We are now in Season 4, Episode 1. We are at over 10,000 downloads, and all in all, this is our 31st produced episode. My name is Matt. With us today are Jillian and Kristen from Jupiter Farms Residence, and of course our director and producer, David Charles Guggenheim. But our most special guest this month is our Palm Beach County District 1 Commissioner, Maria Marino, who represents Jupiter Farms, as well as some other insignificant places, on the county board of county commissioners here in Palm Beach County. So everybody Hi. say hello to Maria. Hello. Hey. Hi, Maria. Hi, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you welcome. for calling so, me special. I like that. Well, we actually all of all of our guests are special. You're just a little extra special because this is our thirty first produced episode, as I said. You're now in in the second year. Of, we saved the best for thirty one. We always save the best for thirty one. This is correct. You're in the second year of, of being our commissioner. So what do you think? Oh my God. <laughs> we had a lot of people in our county. You know, earlier, Kristen, yeah. as we were just kind of warming up, Kristen said, well, you know, what's the difference between county and city and what's your favorite? And it's like, hey, there's no comparison. So, to, you know, we have a million and a half people in the county. I had 55,000 people in Palm Beach Gardens. And, and, you know, I was mayor 2017 and 2018 of Palm Beach Gardens and have done lots and lots of states of the cities. Now I get to do state of the county and, you know, we're where the city was 60 square miles, the county's like 2,400 square miles. It's the largest county by land mass east of the Mississippi. We're larger than three states. We got a $6 billion budget. We've got over 6,000 employees. So just a little different than, than being with a municipality. And the fact that you came in and hello, COVID. <laughs> yes. So it's been, it's been crazy times. And gosh, you, you know, you are out there working so hard, so hard. And I just don't think that everybody really kind of gets, this is not a eight hour a day, you know, Monday through Friday type gig. I mean, I, so, I mean, what, what was the most shocking thing for you going from city level representative to boom county level re- well, representative? Well, it's easier to know a lot of things when you're at the city level. It's not so easy to know a lot of things when you're at the county level. So the learning curve. It is definitely a learn, learning curve, but that's why we have the staff that we have. And we do have great staff. And in my office alone, and I think you all have probably heard Kim Sicklin's name bandied about because she's been with the county for so long and she's of in the office and she's phenomenal and very, very resourceful. So we have great staff and they, they will send off my questions. I'll know a lot of the answers, but when I don't know an answer, I'm not going to tell you I know it and then just not tell you the truth. So I'm going to say, I don't know the answer, but I will find the answer out for you and have good people that I can contact to get that information. You just stole my line. (laughs) Just stole my line. I was about to say that was one of the first, I think one of the first meetings we were at together. You said that you literally said, "I'm, I'm learning this and I will get a proper answer instead of just making something up. Yes. Well, and you're a commissioner that does her research. I know that when yes. I call you and I know you've got a stack of papers on your desk regarding the XYZ issue that is going to be coming up at the, you know, at the the, the county commission. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Well, yes. it's, this is radio, Maria. They can't see. I have you. a great face for radio. Um, 
(laughs) (laughs) That's so not true. You know, tomorrow morning we're doing the state of the county for the Palm Beach North Chamber. So you were talking about, you know, Jupiter Farms and the north end of the county. Basically, we with with redistricting, I lost the city of Lake Park. I had half half of the city of Lake Park in my district beforehand. But now basically my district goes from North Lake Boulevard to County Line, Martin County Line. It goes all the way east, includes Singer Island, includes the top half of Palm Beach. And when I say the top half, basically Worth Avenue North is all in my district and all the way out past Avenir on North Lake Boulevard. So I've got Palm Beach Gardens, Dequesta, Juno, Jupiter, Palm Beach Shores, part of Riviera Beach. A little bit more than half is in a municipality, and then the rest are unincorporated, like Jupiter Farms, Palm Beach Country Estates. For people that don't know, Jonathan's Landing, Old Marsh, East Point. These are all unincorporated. So when you're making decisions on the county level that affect people who are in the rural tier like us, people who are in the municipal tier, such as Jupiter proper. How does that affect your your thinking when it comes to figuring out what's best for the county? Well, a lot of what we do in the north end of the county doesn't necessarily affect the south end of the county and vice versa. Right. Fun things like being a professional golfer. We had a golf course community that came to us and wanted to privately initiate, meaning that they wanted to do it themselves putting a hotel on their property to save the golf course and help them, the people that lived on the golf course save the value of their homes, not put in a bunch of homes on the property. And they had already sold nine holes out of 36. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're ended, they end up with 27 holes. Right. Why am I telling you this story? Because it doesn't affect us here in the North end of the County, but What they did was they said, we want to put a hotel here. And there was nothing in the books that had any kind of land use for a hotel there. And the staff was encouraging us to deny this. And I, as the professional golfer, said, well, you don't want to deny this. And here's the reasons why. And then I went into the whole litany of, you know, I'm a 30-year member of the LPGA, 25-year member of the LPGA, 30-year member of the United States Golf Association. I'm a member of the Golf Writers Association, member of all these different golf associations. I've been a consultant to the golf industry and golf is booming right now. And people are trying to find places to golf. And by putting a hotel on this property, you're going to give them economic impact. And that's something we're looking for. So if you deny it, then what happens? And this golf course becomes another piece of property that gets sold for houses. So go and find a way that they can do this. You know, the rest of my commission was they were going to support staff in denial. But after I gave my litany of all the things that I've done in golf and really brought more statistics to the table, as you as you said, Matt, I mean, I always bring statistics and stuff with me. Instead of it being a six one vote against, I would have been the one. It became a seven vote for the private initiation of the hotel. That doesn't affect the north end of the county per se, but it shows that, you know, we as a county can be flexible to amend land use for the greater good of everybody. Now it's interesting because I, being in Jupiter Farms, I'm not a huge fan of all of the privately initiated land use changes because I think that gets to, for, for us, it can be a little bit scary. 
you get some person in there who wants to wave their money around and just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, that's one of our worries out here. And we've had this this kind of discussion before. I don't see the privately initiated land use amendments coming to a standstill. I don't think that's ever going to go away. And I know that we out here enjoy certain protections that other unincorporated areas don't. We're surrounded by a lot of natural preserves, et cetera, et cetera. And we don't have necessarily a rural overlay like Pioneer Road has gotten or is looking to get. Uh, we can work on that. Yes, I know. I, we can work on it's other. It's on my desk. <laughs> it's, it's, it's on your desk, but I basically have been told by county that that is not something that would be proper for us. But we have certain incorporations into the current land use that we just have to kind of solidify a little bit more and update uh, right. You know some of, some of our stuff. But- what do you think about us out here, us crazy people out in Jupiter Farms? I think it's a lovely area. And I love the fact that you are surrounded by the wetlands that you're surrounded by and the protected areas. As a matter of fact, you know, the, the county has about 30,000 acres of protected areas that they allow hiking and any activity that's not going to damage the environment on it. And a lot of that is up here in the north end of the county. And when we talk about the $150 million bond referendum that was floated about 20 years ago, everybody thinks that with the $150 million, we bought the entire ag reserve. Well, no, we didn't. Actually, we did not. And we we spent about $100 million down getting roughly a little bit less than 3,000 acres of land in the ag reserve. But we got a lot of land, $50 million, that went to a lot of land in the north end of the county. And between that and the fact that we're really, we've put aside money now for Palmar for us to purchase the lands in Palmar, the Palm Beach County sections of lands, which will help us if we can get big sections, not little little parcels, but if we can put together a right. big section, then we can really protect it and we can use that for water storage. Right. And that's one of our bigger concerns, obviously, too. We've spoken about this. Now, you're born and raised where? Norwalk, Connecticut. Norwalk, Connecticut. You didn't know that. Yes, I came here in, I, I, I've probably been here longer than most of you. I came here in 1985. So I've been here, I was, at, wow. as I said, you heard me say I'm a golfer. So my mom said to me, if you want to get any better, you got to go to Florida. And a golf pro friend of mine had a place in PGA National and another golf pro worked at PGA. So I got in my little red sports car, not like yours. I was a little different, but got in my little red sports car, drove to Florida, um, had a place to live and a job. And so here you are, you're now, you're now in politics. You're, you're all of, you know, 39 years old. And I'm assuming you're going to be running for a second term. I don't, you know, I'm not necessarily looking for the scoop, but of course you are. No, of course I, of course I will. I love my job. I love helping people. It might sound silly, but the goal at the end of my day, every day is to make sure I went through all my emails and I've directed them to wherever they need to go, answer them if I can, send them off to where I can uh, so that people don't feel like they haven't been heard from. Work with staff and try to give them my suggestions for things. I mean, the reason we ended up having a vaccine center in Palm Beach Gardens at the Burns Road Rec Center was because I kind of yelled and screamed like a little kid. (laughs) We need something in the north end of the county, which was great because then we brought together different governmental entities. We brought together the city of Palm Beach Gardens, the county, the health and the healthcare district all to set up that facility. So I guess my goal is to just solve problems every day and make sure I'm making decisions that affect the largest amount of people. Okay. So we fast forward. Okay. You've won your second election. 
you're coming to the end. You're all of like 44, 45 years old now. You're you're coming to the end of your second term. What's going to be next? Because you're term limited. You can't you can't run. You can only serve for eight years. What's going to be next? She's smiling. She's smoking. Uh, no, She's tight lipped. She's laughing. I don't believe there'll be anything after. I will be a public servant. Really? I will be a servant leader. I will be a mentor, which is a lot of what I do now. But I'm telling you, I, I will be of an age where I will have said I've worked for more of my life than I haven't. So it's, it might be time to just enjoy it. Favorite movie? Ooh, I have three. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Singing in the Rain. <laughs> Did you two set that up? Because that's like. <laughs> no, but that's awesome. That's a great. Singing in the Rain, Field of Dreams. Yay. Oh. And White Christmas. Oh. Wow, those. So I guess I guess the Halloween movies are out. <laughs> I know. Actually, let me take that back. Also, Holiday Inn. So Holiday wow. Inn is. The, and by the way, you wow. have this map, but Holiday Inn is the original time that White Christmas was played. The first time White Christmas was played, not in right. the movie White Christmas, but Holiday Inn. Right, and and Astaire and Crosby were supposed to come back for for White Christmas, but Astaire couldn't do it, and that's when they uh, when yeah. they brought in Kay, right? Danny Kay and um, Bing Crosby and Singing in the Rain. Great one. Okay, um, favorite holiday? Christmas. I just finished taking it down. Of course, those movies. <laughs> yeah, with those movies. Yeah. yeah, with those movies. That's true. Yeah. Literally, I just I just shoved the last tree into my Christmas closet. <laughs> That's what they all say. I have four. <laughs> you have four? Okay. That's um that's a little much. And I did when I when I bought this house and I redesigned it. Okay. This sounds like a personal problem that you needs addressing, but um <laughs> I have I have over a thousand ornaments. It's the only thing in my life that I collect. Don't I mean I'm a professional golfer and my clubs are sixteen years old, so you know. <laughs> Christmas ornaments by Hallmark, you know, it's a different story. He, he's, he's talking smack over there, but his wife has a Halloween closet, so. Oh, see? A oh, Halloween closet? Yeah, dirt now. Several. Commissioner, since you've been on the commission, what is your proudest achievement so far? Obviously, you said the vaccine clinic uh, on Burns Road, so that that's awesome. So we're going to exclude that. Anything else that just stands out as a yes moment? You know, there are so many more small moments that are more important. I told you the story about the hotel, and that was important because basically I took the knowledge that I had as a golfer and enlightened people who had made a decision based on the limited information they had by bringing them more information which was validated because of all the reports and surveys that I'm privy to because I'm a member of the National Golf Foundation and I get their statistics every year. It might not be a big deal to anybody else, but it just shows that government is sometimes more flexible than others. No, I think it's wonderful that, that a th certain faith in thoughtfulness can be, can be seen and, and, and administered. Lena, let me ask you this. On the flip side, have... You ever gone into a meeting with your mind, quote unquote, made up about an issue and been swayed like the other commissioners were with your um, issue in the um, hotel? I have. And it, it depends on the input that I'm getting from the constituents, the input that I'm getting from staff. And I really do try to base my decision on what is the greater good for the most amount of people. 
Right. And sometimes people will not like my decisions, but I, in my mind's eyes, I'm yeah. making the best decision for the most time. Craziest email that you've gotten from a constituent. You don't have to name names. Don't don't tell them about that email I sent you, please. <laughs> um, cleaning up bird poop under a 95 overpass. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so how how long did it take you to clean it up? Uh, but, well, the funny thing is, you know, you said that's actually not that wasn't actually a county. That was actually a city. <laughs> Why it's so funny is because that area underneath the 95 overpass is not the responsibility of the city. Or the municipality is the responsibility of FGOT. You right. know, sometimes it's easier just to solve the problem locally than try to find whatever other entity. Yeah. Over the last year and a half, two years, there have been some crazy off-the-wall meetings coast to coast, you know, for, for a small local government. We've seen clips of them on news shows. We've seen, you know, some absolute wonderfully awfully funny crazy videos how, yes. my question is how do you keep a how do you keep a straight face because listen i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk out of school but i have literally been on my phone and you and i have been texting one another while i'm watching what is unfolding in in county chambers and i don't I can't get a close up of your face on those on those shots, but I know that you have to be biting your lip. I have a belief that everybody is in, everybody's entitled to their three minutes. Now, whether whether they make sense or not is not my, you know, I'm, I and I write everybody who gets up there. I write their name down. I write down what they're talking about. So I, if, if I want to reference it later, or if I want to ask staff later, did you contact? Did you reach out to this person and get whatever it was they were talking about? But sometimes I just, I, I mean, I'm just in disbelief. I mean, we had, on the flip side of that, not a funny, but on the flip side of that, we had a lady threatened all of our lives. Yeah. And I, I was literally, uh, she threatened our lives. I know that at the end of the day, she would never follow through with that. But the fact that we've gotten to the point where people think they can do that is what concerns. You know, we have to take the good with the bad. And that was definitely one of the worst. Yeah. One of the worst that, you know, my mother, my, my mother watches at home and she's like, did that woman really just do what I think she did? I said, yeah, she did. She said we were going to get, you know, killed by firing squad and home. So, yeah. So, okay. So you've gotten death threats. You've had great successes. What are you looking for in the next two years of this administration? What, I mean, what challenges? Because the county has some major challenges that, that we're looking toward. Affordable housing is one of the biggest challenges we have right now. We've got money set aside for it, but you know, we need land to put affordable housing on. And building right now, I mean, building costs are high, finding people to do it. We're, unemployment is low in the county, but there are actually... When you look at the available jobs, there's people just aren't coming to work, coming back to work. People have chosen to stay home. They've you know, chosen to retire early. I was talking with someone today and they said, we've had five vacancies for two years in our department. And it's like, wow. So there's a lot of people that just have chosen to retire early and not come back to work. So do you think people have chosen to go for pandemic proof jobs? I think they've learned that there are jobs that are pandemic proof and they're saying, hmm, I like this better. So the problem is we're losing 
one of the biggest industries we have here in our county is tourism. And, you know, we're losing people in that business. People are like, why should I go and work in a restaurant and, you know, maybe get COVID? But our numbers are, are amazing. We're back to, you know, 2019 levels of people coming here and hotel rooms being let out and travel back to PBI. So employment is one thing that's a challenge right now. Uh, the, one of the other challenges is actually um, technical training for people. I mean, we're always going to need welders and HVAC and plumbers and electricians. So really coming up with some good programs to educate them. And it doesn't happen. Obviously, it isn't a four-year college degree. It's a technical degree, maybe in two years. As a matter of fact, a lot of people don't know this, but Carrier Corporation partnered with Palm Beach State College. And there's a program that you do at Palm Beach State that Carrier then says, okay, if you're coming to work for us. So we need to get a little bit more of that going and a, and a little bit more awareness that that's out there. That's what I was just going to say. It's the awareness. I know that FPL had a program with Palm Beach State a couple of years ago, and it was a great program, guaranteed jobs, incredible salary benefits, but nobody knew about it and they couldn't fill the program. You know, we have a couple of places where you can go in the, in the county to look. Career Source is one of those places that helps a lot of people find a job, find a career in the county. And then also for people that want services to help them get trained or write a resume or something like that. Our library system has tons of educational programs for how to do an interview, what to wear, how to write your resume, how to, you know, search for a job. So we have we have tools. We just need to make sure that people know we have those tools. Awesome. Um, Seriously, if anybody wants to contact me, please feel free to reach out to me at my office. That's mmarino at pbcgov.org. And if you want to sign up for my newsletter, you can do that there. I, you know, I send out a newsletter once a month. It's got a lot of good information on it. Um, and I'd be happy to share. And David, if you could put that in our program notes, that would be wonderful. Thank you. All right. Well, on that note, We've reached the end of another Jupiter Farms Residence podcast. So as a reminder, JFR meetings resume in February on the 8th. So you can surf on over to jupiterfarmsresidence.com or our social media, where you can find the links to our meeting and agenda and all sorts of good information. Our meetings take place on Zoom and are also simulcast over Facebook Live. And we get our usual updates from PBSO officers, Sir Wicked supervisors, as well as JFEC and JFR. And some months, we have a guest from local agencies to keep us informed. And from time to time, of course, our county commissioner peeks in to keep tabs on what we're actually doing out here. Um, The informational and virtual links are posted on our social media the week before and sent out in our newsletter and posted online at Jupiter Farms Residence. Talking Trash is also sponsoring another local community cleanup on February 19th at 8 a.m. at the Pavilion in Jupiter Farms Park. So if you can pitch in and help out, please do. Community service hours are given to those who need it, and there's always great prizes and refreshments. So there you go. It's a lot of information. Luckily, you can rewind and listen to it all again. So many thanks to you, Commissioner Marino, for joining us and being our guest and being a good sport on this month's podcast. Our thanks also to David Guggenheim and Someone Talk Media. 
uh, for his direction and engineering. And most of all, thanks to you, our audience, for streaming and listening to the Jupiter Farms Residence podcast. Jillian, you had something to chime in. I would just like to add, because you said wonderful prizes. Castle Longfellow from Waterfront Property is, is sponsoring the JFR meeting this month, and she is going to have a very nice gift card for somebody who is on the Zoom meeting. So... So come and attend and win a prize. So that's about it, everybody. Take good care, be safe, and we will be speaking to you before long from the farm. So everybody say goodbye. Bye. Bye. From a place called Swingles. That's the best name. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back for a second. I'm sorry. What was the name of this? <laughs> I swear to God, it was named Swingles. No, Maddie's, Maddie's Googling. I'm, they're no longer in existence. I would have to look them up, but. Oh, Jillian, good job, by the way, at the uh, Homes for Our Troops event. That's a really wonderful event going on in. in Oh, thank you. I was, I was still like, ah, and we have the key ceremony. We have a pretty impressive community out here. Yeah, no, we do. I know. Absolutely. That's actually my, my porn name. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Is that bad? Is that wrong? Listen, I'm sorry. I'm just totally drunk by now. You know, I am, I have just been drinking this entire podcast away. Okay. (laughs) This has been a production of someonetalkmedia.com. <laughs>